I'm Chronicle columnist Heather Knight, and you're listening to Fifth and Mission. Now that we're all stuck at home all day, we're finding new ways to pass the time, including a lot of online entertainment. Something you should definitely add to your lineup is Virtual Readings by Armistead Maupin, the beloved author of the classic San Francisco series Tales of the City. I'm catching up with Mr. Maupin today from his home of one year in London. Mr. Armistead Maupin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Heather. So you are doing something special to entertain people during the coronavirus pandemic, I understand, which is to do some virtual readings every few days. Can you tell me how you came up with that idea and how it's going? Well, I just kind of wanted to do it. I've always liked to read to audiences when I make public appearances, and mine have all been canceled here. And uh, Mm. uh, I presume they will be this summer in Australia. Um, uh, So... um, I just decided to do it at home. My husband uh, could could uh, be my director uh, because he's familiar with such things. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it, it's not the same as reading to an audience, a live audience, because you don't hear where, where they're laughing <laughs> yeah. uh, or sighing or whatever. But um, uh, I've been told that people who've tuned in uh, that it's comforting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess to have this old uh, this old dude up there and his suspenders <laughs> and his white hair and um, uh, telling stories. So I picked out things that I like. Uh, a short story from Saki. Uh-huh. Um, I, on one one day I read the first chapter of Mona of the Manor, which is my new Tales of the City novel. Right. I'm excited about um, that. Thank you. I'm I've, glad to hear that. I read the whole As series. As you know, it sort of fits in. <laughs> sorry, what? Oh, I said I've read the whole series, so I'm excited about the next one. Yeah, well, it's it fits into the middle. It comes after, uh, I think it'll be after Sure of You. Uh, there's a bl- big blank in there where I stopped writing. And so this, I'm telling the story of uh, Mona Ramsey, who is now Lady Rotten, mm-hmm. uh, in this crumbling old manor house in England. And... Uh, uh, so I'm making it about that. A lot of people said they wanted to know what happened to Mona, and it's so it's fun for me because I'm, I'm I get to live in that world in my head. Uh huh. When do you expect that book to be published? Oh, please don't even ask. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your least favorite question? A couple of years at least. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it's good we got a preview. Yeah, and it helped me just to try it out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing these on Facebook. Is that where people can find them? Yes, Facebook Live on my page. Okay, great. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's erratic. I do them when the spirit moves me, but it's every couple of days, it seems, the, lately. Uh-huh, that's great. And do you think that this will be your last Tales of the City book, or do you think there might be others up your sleeve? Oh, I've said that for years. So I said it at number six, and then I said it at number nine, <laughs> and now I'm going back and doing another one, so you can't trust me on that subject. <laughs> And it's been almost exactly a year since you moved to London. How are you enjoying that city? We love it. We, I mean, of course, for the last uh, six weeks or so, we've been at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it agrees with us completely. Mm-hmm. It's very vibrant. We have friends here already, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's so much to discover. And, I, and we like the fact that there's green everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We live on the edge of Clapham Common. Oh, wonderful. And uh, that's a beautiful place. Yeah. Um, And what has England been like during the coronavirus pandemic? 
Well, I can really only tell you what it's like at home, like yeah. everybody else. They're <laughs> all at home. Yes. Um, people recognize, uh, appreciate, have an, every Thursday, I think it is, we get on out on the street and beat pots and pans to thank <laughs> the National Health Service for what Aww. they're doing. Uh-huh. That's great. And uh, it was a little slow on the uptake. I think the theaters didn't close as early as they should have because that's such a precious commodity to the English. Um, but everything's shut down now, and uh, and there's a spirit uh, that's, I suppose it's similar to when they had the Blitz here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they were proud of the way they rallied uh, during the war, the Second World War, and uh, there's a sort of communal uh, spirit that's afoot here. Oh, that's great. Does it remind you of San Francisco at all during the AIDS crisis? I know that you lost many friends during that time, and some people have likened the two viruses to each other, but I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're entirely different, but in many ways the same. If you, uh, you know, certainly in the beginning there was that indifference on the part of the world. Mm-hmm. And with the AIDS crisis, that was based on flat-out prejudice because right. it didn't matter. as the Reagan administration said, the right people were dying. Wow. Um, and uh, uh, so it's not the same in that this is something that everybody is vulnerable to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's getting quicker action. Mm-hmm. Um, can't compare it, but I do have a little PTSD about AIDS. It comes back. Mm-hmm. Know, I remember that panic mm-hmm. and uh, the sense that uh, we were in for a terrible time and nobody cared. Yeah. And you've left San Francisco and moved back a couple of times before. Do you think, do you consider London your that, new that's permanent very home? Observant or do you... of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chris and I moved to uh, Santa Fe um, about uh, four or five years ago. We, didn't, we stayed there for about a year and a half. I had a home in New Zealand in the early 90s uh, that I spent a great deal of time in. Um, so I've always looked for a new adventure in interesting places. I've picked all the right places. And I picked San Francisco, actually, way back when. Um, but uh, yes, I think we are here. If you're asking if, we're, if this is permanent, I think it is. Yes, it feels like it is. Wow. What do you like better than San Francisco if, if you've chosen London to be your new permanent home? Well, to be honest, a, a sort of a dream died in San Francisco. Mm, it has pretenses yeah. of bohemianism, but it really isn't there. It's run by billionaires now, mm-hmm. and uh, so there are some very nice billionaires, but it's not—it's not the <laughs> same thing. It's not the same creature. I, what I love about San Francisco is my memories of a time and a place, and uh, and and I, I'd rather—not that London's perfect, but I—we'd we, rather have a a new adventure rather than cling on to an old dream in San Francisco. Mm. And it's not, uh, I can, we can live here cheaper. London's really? a very expensive city, but it's not as expensive as San Francisco. <laughs> wow, that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I'm Heather Knight, and I'll be right back with Armistead Maupin. I'm Heather Knight, and I'm back with Armistead Maupin, author of the Tale of the City series. Do you think that your Tales of the City characters, if they were around today, could have made it in, in new, expensive, tech-fueled San Francisco? Well, I mean, I'm, <clears throat> that's a kind of 
I don't know what that question is, really, because it could they have made it? I mean, they did make it up until <laughs> I mean, the series ran uh, yeah. until modern times. Um, and they were already suffering. Yeah. Uh, and we even reflected that in the recent Netflix show where Michael goes off to rent an apartment. He thinks he's renting an apartment, but he's only renting a bathtub. Uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> in funny. a fancy house. Wow. Um, so it's it's tough on, on artists in general. I mean, everyone knows that. That's it's it's breaks my heart, but it's true. Yeah. And it's going it's going to be tough for all of us now. You know, most artists um, aren't salaried, and so everything that's uh, you know the people that are creating wonderful things for the world aren't being paid for it. Right. Well, we always end our uh, podcast episodes with some fun questions about San Francisco in our lightning round, if you're up for that. Uh, I'll give it a shot. You'll have to remember back to a year when you were living here. So where was your favorite place in San Francisco to get a burrito? Um, <laughs> this is going to be tough. <laughs> it's I a cannot, tough one. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Someplace in the mission we went. I, um, I yeah. can't name it for you. That's okay. What was your favorite movie filmed in San Francisco? Vertigo. That's an easy one. Uh, Vertigo formed my impression of San Francisco when I saw that at the age of 14 in 1958. And uh, it's still one of my favorite movies, if not my most favorite. I can watch it over and over again. Oh, that's great. What was your favorite place in San Francisco to get a stiff drink? Uh... (laughs) I, I was more inclined to go out for a stiff smoke somewhere or to stay home for a <laughs> stiff smoke. <laughs> um, That's fair. But uh, we actually, towards the end, were, were, uh, were hanging out at the edge in the Castro and at Twin Peaks. They were both in our neighborhood. So, uh, And the Twin Peaks is, is, is very much like a London uh, pub, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a liveliness to it a sort of fraternity in there. I took Ian McKellen to the Twin Peaks. Uh, oh, you did? Many moons ago. And uh, and I said, now, you know, this is just going to be geezers in here. This is just a, <laughs> <laughs> they call it the glass casket. <laughs> well, suddenly four or five enduring young men appeared out of nowhere as soon as Ian was in there. So he was very happy. <laughs> That's great. What is your favorite neighborhood in San Francisco? Well, I think I'd have to say the Castro because I lived there or near it for a long time. Um, oh, my goodness. My husband has just arrived with beautiful, new, freshly baked sourdough bread. <laughs> Looking oh, very yeah. proud. I wish I was there. <laughs> We're, that's all. Everybody's that's doing great. that in the States, aren't they, As, uh, in quarantine? Yes. Sourdough starters. Yeah. yeah. Sourdough starters are the he's got. Thing. He's got some downstairs that, are, uh, that, he has, that have names. He goes down to feed them. Wow. At night. I, I want to start that. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's a very positive thing, you know, to create your own sustenance. And Yes. What would you say is one thing you miss about San Francisco and one thing you definitely don't miss? Uh, I miss Chrissy Field, mm-hmm. one of my favorite places on earth. Yeah, that's um, beautiful. Um, I Something, some some place I don't miss, or 
Uh, well, anything you about know, the city? Oh, I mean, of course, the traffic downtown. Towards the end, I never went downtown yeah. because it was so impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the homeless situation is is awful, but it's it, we have that here in London as well. There are people um, mm-hmm. sleeping rough, as they say it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. that's saddening. And I think in uh, the pictures I've seen of the Castro with all those boarded up stores and then people sleeping in the alcoves, it's just the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. That's a sad scene. Yeah, that neighborhood has suffered. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Okay, last question. What is something you always make sure to squeeze into your busy day? Um, when I was in San Francisco? And or now. Now? In general, um, Playing yeah. with the dog? Especially now. Uh-huh. That dog gets played yeah. with. He's got two dads that pay attention to him morning, noon, and <laughs> night. <laughs> he must be loving that. I, I think he is. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, it's really nice to talk to you, and I wish you well, and I will look for your next reading on Facebook. Thank you, Heather. It's nice to talk to you, too, and give my love to the city. I will. Take care. It is uh, one of the great places on Earth. It is, still. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you to Armistead Maupin for joining me today, to King Kaufman for producing this episode, and to you for listening. Fifth Emission is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. If you like this podcast, please consider becoming a financial supporter of the largest newsroom in Northern California. You can sign up for a San Francisco Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com slash pod.